If they're not even breathing deep, they're moving a muscle, only 10% that is the main muscle in their abdomen, when they could be using it about 75% more. Hi everyone, welcome to Be Well with Dr. Nell. I am Dr. Nell Smircina, and today we're gonna be having a conversation about how to better help patients at home. I am here with Dr. Bernie Valero, and he is a naturopathic doctor here in Los Angeles. So tell us a little bit about your practice, Dr. Bernie. My name is Dr. Bernardo Valero. I'm a naturopathic doctor at Gentera, Center for Regenerative Medicine, and we use regenerative therapies to help improve patients' ability for their body to restore its own ability to heal and restore specifically connective tissues of the joints, helping people with joint pain and all sorts of arthritis and different uh, dysfunctional movement patterns, mainly what I help people do. Okay, great. Well, welcome. Thank you for coming. And, you know, we started this conversation a few weeks ago when we were talking about how we want to better help patients outside of the clinic. It's great when patients come in, but to be able to extend that treatment, you know, if you're seeing us for an hour in your day, what are you doing in the other 23 hours of your day? How do we give you the biggest bang for your buck? And that comes down to patient empowerment and teaching things that will supplement these treatments at home that people can be doing. And that's why I'm so happy we're doing this because I've been wanting to share all of my knowledge and all these tools that I have with my patients. Right. And a big topic we were talking about was stress. Yeah. So what kind of themes are you seeing in your practice with your patients where they're having a hard time navigating that yeah. outside of life? What I see is people have a hard time winding down, relaxing, um, and so stress isn't necessarily a bad thing when they're able to get things done in the day and able to adapt to that stress in a, in a way that, you know, for the next day they can actually feel stronger and able to overcome the challenges that they've been facing. So um, when somebody is not really able to relax at night though, and at the end of the day, how can they give their full uh, attention and abilities when they're you know the next day when they have to perform again so a big thing that I want to teach people here and, and with what I tell people all the time is learn to relax learn to have a way that you can calm yourself at night and however that is it, it might be different for each person but um, there's tools that they can be doing so that's what I try to tell them yeah, and I think we're gonna be giving them some of the tools at the end of this video so hang in yep um, but I think you know going back to what you said about performing yeah. There's often this misconception, people hear the word performance mm -hmm. and they think, oh, that's only for athletes mm -hmm. or that's only for people at this elite level of physical training. Performance is different for everyone. You yeah. could be a, a data analyst who needs your brain to perform optimally the next day. Mm -hmm. Recovery is still going to be just as critical for you mm -hmm. as it is for that elite athlete or yeah. you know, the mom who has three kids and has to be able to get up and help with homework and take care yep. of you know, Performance is key, yeah. and so to support that performance, you need optimal recovery. Yeah. So. And also, um, you know, the proper way of adapting to the stresses that they're dealing with. Like, you know, if somebody is all day, for example, sitting at their job, maybe their better exercise isn't to go and put a bunch of weight on their back and lift a bunch of heavy weights. Maybe it's more just to go and do a gentle movement exercise, a walk more often and really just move their hips and their joints, you know, instead of putting more stress on their spine and making it so that gravity can, is having a stronger effect on the spine. 
um, there's so many things that people don't really realize they're causing more stress on their bodies when they really want to relieve that stress that they're dealing with. So yeah, so what do they do? And so the type of exercises that I want to teach people in the gym and what we'll cover some of today is how does a person think about their posture in a different way and how their posture is throughout the day and how can they correct it or counterbalance what they're doing to to relax and to become balanced again and to feel less pain or to feel you know um, aligned and less joint pain overall well and the idea of functional training mm -hmm. and in a larger sense you know your body needs to function for you and what mm -hmm. you need to do to perform the next day so well, as an example, anytime I go to mm -hmm. seminars, I know I'm going to be sitting all day. Yeah. I'm not doing a crazy back and leg workout mm -hmm. where I'm going to have a ton of muscle tissue breakdown, then I'm going to be sitting and I'm going to mm -hmm. get stagnant and feel pain. I'm going to do something that's really going to help flush the posterior chain, yeah. make sure those muscles are nice and activated, that I have proper blood flow to set my body up for success so I can tolerate that amount of sitting. Because mm -hmm. I think people are also... You know, they're either a lot of times overtraining or they're afraid to move. Yeah. You know, when we have patients that are in pain, they want to shut everything down. They're like, oh, this hurts. I, I'm just like not going to move. Mm -hmm. And there's a way to move properly, move effectively and functionally for your body without mm -hmm. causing more stress, which mm -hmm. is the other side of that coin, right? That we see. Yeah. Yeah. So I have some tricks I use. Uh, for example, taking a small like five pound weight with you or a kettlebell, um, you know, if you can travel with that or if you can even just get up every hour or so to do a simple walk or a little movement exercise that involves a type of walking type of movement, you can get so much out of, you know, some gentle movements like that where you can sit long periods and still have the benefit of not feeling so stagnant. Is more always better? Is more always the answer? You know, people are concerned about weight loss or muscle growth or, mm -hmm. you know, working off their stress. Is the answer to that just more activity and more exercise? Or does that get to a point where it's almost counterproductive and taxing on the nervous system? Yeah, there becomes a point where somebody's just tired. They need more recovery. And then what is that point? Yeah, it's hard to know for each person when, you know, they have so much demand on their life and when do they stop that is a tricky thing but at the same time everybody needs time to rest and so how do they fit that into their life and that's about being more mindful and just taking time to consider it because if you have your mind on so much all the time you know things that that you need to do external kind of concerns how do you ever really take time to concern yourself and your internal and that is you know what I like to talk about is meditation so learning to tune into your own body learning to um, you know breathe correctly learning to breathe is a good tool um, like deep breathing a lot of people I see and on a regular basis most commonly is that they throughout the whole day they'll go a whole day without even paying attention to one breath you know, and then they're shallow breathing, yeah, they're not taking breathing. enough of their movement of the rib cage or their abdomen. So they want to lose weight, for example. But how much movement is going on here 
for the thing that they're doing constantly all day long, which is breathing. If they're not even breathing deep, they're moving a muscle, only 10% that is the main muscle in their abdomen, when they could be using it about 75% more on every single breath. Think about how much more energy they would burn if they did that, and how much more oxygen they would bring to the body, and more movement to the ribs, and overall just um, feeling better, feeling just uh, more aware and more blood flow to the brain. All this can happen just from a simple deeper breaths. It's powerful, it is. But how many people actually practice it after we talk about it? A lot of times where people feel they're not able to benefit the most from the therapies that we're doing, it's because they're really not taking all the advice that we're giving them. And that advice, a lot of times, can be so simple as to do more deep breaths throughout the day. Um, I hope that this can be a reminder to some of our patients that, yeah. you know... Well, you have the power. Yeah, you that it's there. It's right the there for you. So, Are there some breathing... Because I think people get a little overwhelmed with the idea, oh gosh, she said meditation, I have to meditate an hour a day for this to be effective, or, yeah. well, I can't pay attention to every single breath. Is there a really simple yes. breathing exercise or meditation exercise that you could, you know... Yeah, there was actually a study from Harvard that came out... Um, about a year or two ago and it talked about how people can benefit immensely from doing 10 deep breaths every hour so maybe every hour you can set a timer on your phone or on your watch that reminds you to do 10 deep breaths and it makes a little bing or something mm -hmm. and by doing that you are reminding yourself to take deep breaths it's a mind body tool it's a way of checking into your body it's a way of paying attention to what's going on in your um, stress levels, your energy levels, and that could be a moment of meditation, you know, it doesn't have to be complicated, it could just be a moment to check yourself and to breathe deeper and notice what's going on with my mood or my mind or my thoughts, that's it. I mean, that's as simple as, it, as I think it is. There's a lot of techniques for meditation which can sound or, or can look from the outside, you know, intimidating or complex. But in the end, it's really about listening to yourself, listening to your body, and trying to, you know, find that calmness inside, to know how to do that. I think bringing that in throughout your day is so powerful, but particularly in the evening. Mm -hmm. It's hard for people turn off that switch where they're transitioning into recovery mode. Mm -hmm. You know, they have a really hard time in the evening winding down. We're all on our phones. Mm -hmm. You know, we're trying to get in that last email, that last text messages, yep. text, you know, Instagram one last time. We're running around getting the kids to get, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And I don't think, uh, you know, there's enough emphasis on even that half hour before you try to sleep, before mm -hmm. you get into bed, you know, what can you be doing? And, you know, something yeah. I, I tell patients is, and you know, it would be ideal if we didn't look at any screens two hours before the screens, bed. Yeah. That is terrifying for people, mm -hmm. but even a half hour makes such a difference to say, okay, I'm gonna put my phone on airplane mode, a good I'm rule. gonna power down the computer, and half hour goes quickly. You can mm -hmm. brush your teeth during that time. You mm -hmm. can do your breathing exercises during that time. Anything that doesn't involve those screens, read. You know, you can still mm -hmm. read. It's not saying you can't think of anything. Yeah. But that intention of this is part of my wind down routine. I'm shutting it off right now. 
yeah. I think is really helpful. That sounds like a powerful that. intention. And imagine like we didn't even have these screens that everybody has <laughs> a few, you know, 20, 30 years ago. So yeah, I mean, it's amazing how much we've become so attached to these devices and uh, we have to wonder what it's really doing to us. Absolutely. I mean, culture has shifted so much in the last 30 years, 50 years. Mm -hmm. There was a time when street lights came on, mm -hmm. you know, and everyone was starting their wind down routine. It was like dinner with the family and we're winding down. Work mm -hmm. schedules were shorter. You know, we had a very different structured life, particularly here in L.A. People's mm -hmm. schedules are all over the place. You know, it's very hard to take ownership of your schedule and your routine when you have mm -hmm. an event to go to, but owning that last half hour of the day or you know, setting an alarm throughout the day just to breathe 10 times is very powerful. I like that a lot. I'm gonna try to use that more. <laughs> you know, the half an hour at the end of the day it's is a good a amount of time. Hour. It's good, it's good. Yeah, it's um, not overwhelming. <laughs> what I like to tell patients, uh, a tool for winding down I like is self-massage. So maybe oh, that, could, that little half an hour could be something I can tell my patients, you know, do self-massage at this last half hour so you can help relax before you get into bed. Maybe work on the joints that have pain like the hips or the shoulders, the rib cage. There's so many tools um, with a foam roller just a, uh, or a lacrosse ball. There's a lot of different ways to use those tools to, you, to uh, massage your own tense uh, trigger points and muscles and find that I find that that can be a really powerful meditation tool, a relaxation tool, way to calm and wind down. Well, it brings it back into the intention piece, right? Mm -hmm. Like whatever you're like, be intentional with it. There's so much power to that. Mm -hmm. So, um, and you're going to show us some exercises today. Yeah, you're yeah. Also doing some Let's do you know, personal functional training outside of your practice, which is amazing because I think it's such a compliment to what you do. Yeah. A lot of times. People really need the day-to-day -day guidance, mm -hmm. and they're like, "Hey, give me something more tangible. You know, mm -hmm. come to my place." Or, but like, you know, we're in a gym setting, so what yeah. better place to show a couple of those exercises? Yeah, we're gonna make a few videos for you guys to see a little bit uh, about how we can help with posture training. We're gonna try to show you guys a few techniques that might improve your own exercise, add a little new routine to you what you do already. Yeah. Hope you enjoy. Okay, great. So yeah, we're gonna get to that. Thank you guys so much. This is Be Well with Dr. Nell, and you can follow Dr. Bernie at Dr. Bernie V N D on Instagram. All right. We'll see you guys soon.